0: So I'm thinking we shouldn't be seeing all those Ernie Ball guitars. I'll, I'll we'll look away. <laughs> 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 well, that's why you don't see P.I.S. guitars in the background because PRS also don't quite get how to do the YouTube thing. So No, no. That's uh how oh, well, That's why you yeah. don't see any guitars behind us. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are companies who really get it and who love to do YouTube and those are the guitars one should see. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah, sure. Exactly right. That's... Yeah, nice.
1: Hello. Oh, yes, hello. Hello. Yes. Hey, man. So this is a podcast. This is a podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, I've um, never been on a podcast. Well... we'll oh, be, really? We'll be gentle. Because Sorry. if you can't see all of this, and now, of course, I have to say, I'm pointing at me and all of that is this, uh, it really doesn't work. <laughs> it's the, the visual has to be there as well. It's the the, the beauty. It's That's part of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, I wish that was true. (laughs) Well, uh, um, well, welcome, welcome to the show, Henning. It's uh, uh, very nice of you to be on. Yeah, thank you. It it is a pleasure. No, the pleasure is all ours, and and uh, we've been. I've I have to admit, uh, it's uh, I'm a little bit of a fanboy, so uh, this is great. (laughs) No, I've been watching. You do do pop your head into the live streams. I do because it's it's uh, the one time at night when my kids are asleep, my wife is asleep. And I can actually watch what I want to watch. And that's usually the time when your live streams pop up. So, um,
0: Well, I haven't done a lot of live streams. Um, Have you guys done any live streams? No, not yet. No, not yet. No. I can only recommend it for one reason that I realized yesterday. On live streams, people are nice. In (laughs) comments, they're not. (laughs) No, they're not. (laughs) (coughs) And, And here's why. In a comment, you actually, you're pissed off because you had a bad day You watch a video something pisses you off. It's he's using the wrong guitar or no single calls or it's just a bad pedal or the guy's bald or he has a guitar that you really want, which makes you pissed off. So you really want to comment on that. So you let your frustration out and you actually never think that the person you're insulting will read it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is wrong because I read every single comment. Um, But it is a very anonymous. That guy doesn't read it anyway. Kind of. uh, I'm going to be a troll. Yeah. So in comments, primarily under videos, you know this, there's a lot of negativity. Oh, yeah. And funny enough, those people in the live stream never show up. The live stream is primarily positive. And a lot of the people that I know regularly from commenting, that always comment, uh, are not in the live stream at all. And in the live stream, the same people comment all the time, but that I never see in comments. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. In the live stream chat, I know my my guys now, there's Sander, there's uh, all of a sudden there was Maddie K uh, on Thursday from the US, so people that watch regularly, but I've never read those names in the comments under videos. So it's a different group being active in a live stream chat than is under videos, and the live stream chat group is a lot more positive.
2: Do you you think they're different audiences or just different um, comments?
0: Think they're different comments because when you comment in a live stream, you know the person's reading it. You know they're right there. So insulting someone right to their face while they're sitting there (laughs) reading your comment is much more of a personal connection. So you are much more reserved and you try to be polite in how you write it. Um, Even when people comment, they try to comment uh, uh, constructively, it is sometimes still very rude. Mm. And that rudidity... (laughs) rudidity <laughs> rudimentary yes no that's different that's something else you know what i'm talking about r- r- yeah let's call it rudimentary yes um actually commentary rudimentary there you go yeah, yeah. rude comment it's a rudimentary i think that makes sense must be a uh, german thing totally makes sense I, I can't totally we, make we both, up your language, right? We both speak German, so we understand. Oh, yeah, yeah, you sure. you, you do It makes only sense. Rudimentary yeah. is a rude comment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's early. Uh, they, they don't really happen in a live stream, which is why a live stream is just pleasant. Yeah. yeah cool. I
1: mean, I know for myself, I basically never comment on videos. But, then but you do comment on the live stream. On the live ones, I do comment, yeah, yeah. Like trying to make Nico play sixteenth notes on the bass. <laughs> you were—that
0: was you. What a waste <laughs> of freaking time! And he—he he tried. Yeah, that's right. That's the thing. I, I said. And I think 16th. we tried like then for five minutes. said, let's do a bass overdub. But I'm like, dude, we're not doing a bass overdub. Why? <laughs> but he went for <clears> it. I mean, I was so incredibly impressed with that workflow that we had. I work fast. Usually when I'm by myself, I can do a track in, you know, two, three hours. But yeah. when you're working with someone else, add twice that, usually, sure. to get something done. Now, working with Nico, he knows his shit. He, the crying. sound he wants, the harmony. And it was such a one-mind kind of approach, even though we've never worked together. And so in four and a half hours, I'm going to say, we ripped out a three and a half minute instrumental that was completely done, that was beautiful. I, I can't imagine doing anything better on it, and it was in seven eight and had seriously complex rhythmic structures. And at the same time, we were live streaming, switching, recording, and answering questions from yeah. all around the world.
1: Yeah, yeah wow! No, it was it so, was it was really interesting. Yeah. I, I I that was one of my favorite videos of of I've, I've watched in a long time, and live videos as well. It was yeah. really really interesting.
0: Uh, it's coming out this week on my channel in four parts. Uh, I think the first one tonight, and then in two day, uh, uh, two day gaps. Uh, so uh, I cut it down a tiny, tiny bit, but it's pretty much almost the whole thing. Um, uh, yeah, I had some technical difficulties like getting signal on the bass or something, so I cut that out. Uh, but you can watch the whole thing in four parts, and then I'm bringing out the the track. So I actually just cut whenever he uh, on on the leads when when he actually did the the track. I cut that together for a whole performance, and uh, the backing track. Which, if anyone really wants to noodle in seven, eight over different kind of modes in A, (laughs) people can. Why not? I sat here and tried to figure out what he played. I actually just I want to learn it note by note, and I've got the choruses down, which he literally improvised. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Second chorus was one take. Yeah took me two hours to figure out what he played. <laughs> <I> was <still laughs> it was up just at, one
1: take. It was 2am when he finished that chorus at, at my place. And I went, nah, that's it. I'm going to bed now. I was up at 6.30 in the morning because my kids woke me up. So, um, oh, wow. but no, it was great. It was really interesting to watch. It was, it was, um, it was, and I was really amazed the way, how quickly you do the drums. I,
0: I I'm, I'm, I'm humble about many things. But when I know I do something well, I'm going to tell it right in your face and <laughs> I know I know how to program drums. I've been doing that for 28 years now.
1: Yeah, that, wow. That's whenever I try to do that, that
0: with those 4 hours is just one chorus trying to program the drum. <laughs> no, tw- 28 years uh, I started in 24 which was on an on an Atari ST. Oh, wow. It had 24 tracks of MIDI, but it already it, it was from Steinberg. Yeah. But it already had that drum editor. So from the very early days, when I was like 17, starting to arrange things, uh, I worked in that, in that editor. And um, then uh, just I've always done really elaborate, really detailed uh, uh, drum stuff. And I watched uh, drum DVDs. I talked to drummers about where they place accents. Like on a flam, is the first note or the second note harder? okay
3: sure. yep gotcha. which
0: drummers don't know but then they analyze or when they do a double tap on the kick drum is the first harder or the second harder
1: okay it's stuff you don't think about probably if, when you're a drummer half of the time
0: yeah but then yeah. you then you watch when they think about it and when they do a double tap on the kick they first do uh toe and then heel so they, they do toe and then they let their foot fall down so the second one is actually louder okay yeah, cool. and i new. always yeah. did that the opposite way once i started doing that the right way all of a sudden it sounded a little bit more realistic oh wow yeah, sure. um i've i've programmed drums for whole albums for people that no one knows oh yeah they just hired me to do the drum programming and when anyone says well i can totally hear that it's programmed my response is always well neil Peart from rush didn't know it was he yeah. actually wrote me an email for a whole album that he was supposed to play on, but he couldn't, and I programmed it. He said, I don't know if you played the drums or programmed them, but whatever it is, you're pretty damn good at whatever you do. Oh, wow, cool. Cool. wow that's, that's, that's pretty good. So anyone that says, I can totally hear it's programmed, shut the fuck up.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> what I say?
0: People,
1: people, will always, people are always done. Um, but that's actually a good point. So how, how did a guy from middle of nowhere, Germany... Get to get to um, places like Berkeley, and then get to places like working in studios, working with drummers from Rush. <laughs>
0: um, How did that the, all the middle of nowhere wasn't a Hanson reference, was it? No, 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 no. I never make a Hanson. Because <laughs> that is the first Hanson album. Of course, everyone knows that, right? Of course, uh, I, okay. of course, mm, Bob know that. <laughs> Conven- that is the I, album that Mbapp is on. Is it? Okay. I, I know. Yeah. But then, of course, from, yeah. the second one is This Time Around, which is when it was really good. Let's talk Hansen for an hour. Okay. And then came... <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Okay, I, uh, I wanted to be Steve Vai like everyone else. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I started playing guitar when I was, I think, 15 or 16, so really late. And um, uh became better really quick. But I never really had a lot of discipline in terms of practicing five, six hours a day, which isn't really, if you want to be Steve White, it's more like 13 yeah. that you have to put in. Um, but it was halfway decent. I could play pentatonic skills up and down. Yeah. Yeah. I had, yeah. One wow. up on me. Hang on. This is a down too. <laughs> <laughs> you just always play up and when you're there you just stay on that highest note for half an hour. Yeah, just just put a wah-wah pedal on that. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> That's Kirk <laughs> Hammett that shit. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, Kirk Kirk has to be a verb now. <laughs>
0: um So I uh But I, I, I bought like a Roland D20 keyboard which had a little sequencer in it. My parents got me a Tascam Porter Studio four-track tape recorder. <coughs> yep.
2: I had one so of those. really early
0: on, I uh, got into uh, writing really shitty instrumentals, but seeing how the pieces of the puzzle come together. So I liked arranging. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was never the, the one part. It was never for me the one riff. I never learned the eruption solo or actually riffs from bands. I don't know how to play any songs. It was always a, a really simple piece here. And a really simple piece here, and then th- those three notes r- r- repeated from the keyboard, um, and how it all fits together, like a big machine with cogs. No. Is that the word? I said cogs with a G. Yes. Oh, I'm oh. make that very clear. Okay. Yes. That's, um, that's different. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other kind of machine we don't want, that would be weird. Um, that's a different sort of machine, yes. Yeah, yeah. You knew that was going there somewhere, right? <laughs> that's a...
2: Yep. Different, kind of, out of different the way. kind of gig.
0: Um, so I just love that. And, uh, I did my, I didn't go, uh, there was still a, a mandatory going to the army in Germany. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. at that point when I was uh, 18, 19 out of school and I didn't do that. I did volunteer, I, I volu- well, volunteered, uh, I, instead of the army, I worked in a rehab center for neurological diseases. So like in people in wheelchairs, whatever, I drove them to yeah, uh, doctors in their appointments and I did that for over a year. And I wrote a musical, r- rock opera kind of thing based on that experience, based on a group of patients oh, cool. in a place like this where the families don't come and see them and they kind of bond together to motivate themselves to get better and, you know, get walking again and um, speaking again, whatever. So uh, that kind of really got me fired up into uh, songwriting at that point, bad songwriting, um, <laughs> and arranging and, and producing it. And that's when my, my dad saw, okay, well, we're not going to talk him out of making music. He's not going to be a lawyer, doctor, steel salesman like he was. Uh, he's going to do music. But if he's going to do music, then I at least want him to do it with the kind of a degree that hopefully, you know, gets him a steady paycheck somehow.
2: Okay. Sure. Yeah.
0: And uh, that's when when he said, oh, well, if let's find the best school there is and we'll send them there. And that was Berkeley. Mm -hmm. And uh, we flew to Boston together and looked at it. And uh, yeah, that's when I did Berkeley. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. I knew it wasn't guitar performance because that's not where my heart was at the time. It was either songwriting or arranging or something like about putting the pieces of the puzzle together.
3: Okay. Sure, yeah,
0: right. And so I... uh, I decided during my first semester to do uh, contemporary writing and production. Mm-hmm. And people never know what that means. It means putting black dots on paper so people can play it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 99% of the people don't know what arranging is. Yeah. Sure. For the people out there, it is telling the people in a group what to play so that it all fits together. Yeah. So it's not jazz or blues where people just mix it up. <laughs> it's, which is cool, but you can't really arrange. No necessarily no, no. for, no. you the, write a jazz tune, you write the chords and the melody, but then you give that to people and they go nuts. They go wherever they, they, they want turn to turn it, it into something that you really can't recognize anymore. <laughs> um it, Like a Disney song, beautiful material, Um has chords and a melody, and that's what the songwriter did, and then the arranger goes and says, well, the strings do that, and maybe yeah. we double the vocal yeah. melody with timpani. Well, that's a very... Bad example. Bad, <laughs> bad any. Um, bad, bad song. You know, you never know. It could work. could work. Let's double the vocal melody of the beautiful soprano singer with timpani. And a yeah. big gong. Um, Maybe bar- Barry, um, but... Barry White track. Barry White. Yeah. Barry White, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Barry White so, with yeah, timpani. So, that's, yeah, uh, that's what an arranger does. And then uh, <laughs> because I had some previous knowledge about MIDI systems and basic knowledge about synthesizers because I work with them at home, um, and I got into computer recording relatively early when, when uh, Cubase just got audio. I switched, I was there when, when it only was MIDI and then it had audio and it always crashed and my computer had two megabytes of RAM that cost me a lot of money. Wow. Holy crap. Back in and the days, um, it floppy always, it, this was still floppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it never worked, yeah. but the, what, it, what Cubase could do, it could record audio and you had... Volume and pan. Oh, wow, fancy! That's man. what you could do. So uh, that's that's how mixing was. You had, I think, eight tracks of audio in volume and pan. That's how I started. Wow, good good eight, times. Eight, times have changed. Eight tracks, eh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were no VST instruments. That was all just a MIDI cable to synthesizers. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good good times. So um, and then I did a class called Intro to Music Tech. And those teachers were like, oh no, you know your shit already and you, know, you need to do something with that kind of stuff. Either MP&E, which is Music Production Engineering, mm-hmm. where you pretty much become a studio engineer, uh, or uh, <coughs> Music Synthesis, which is now called EPD, Electronic Production and Design. So okay. Sound Design, Twi- yeah. twiddling knobs, fiddling knobs on the synth- synthesizer, knowing what uh, an LFO is and uh, uh, oscillators and filters and ADSRs and all that stuff. Yeah, no. yeah. No. Uh, so I did those two majors and, okay. uh, rather, uh, successfully. And at the end, I wanted to go back home to Germany and just build a little studio and produce shitty bands. <laughs> so, um, that, uh, that didn't happen because my teachers were like, oh, dude, you're awesome. You totally need to go and, uh, go to LA and win Grammys. And I'm like, yeah, Right. And I hated the idea of going to LA because that's hot and big, and I don't like big cities. And I did it anyway because I'm like, well, maybe they know something I don't.
1: Oh, okay. I went to
0: LA and worked at Guitar Center for six months, and that oh, wow. on Sunset, and yeah, that cool. sucked. Donkey yeah. balls. Ah, oh, didn't that's like it. It's a very, very bad place. If you want to get depressed, please work at Guitar Center. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine at Sunset. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because what happens is. You work on commission. So you get a very base salary, which doesn't support you. And you become an ass. Yeah. You have to yeah. become an ass. You have right. to sell people something they don't need. You have to say, and you want to cable with that. And, Add-ons. Uh, if,
1: Add-ons. If, mm. I used to work at a music he, shop. But ha- I know about it. Yes.
0: If you have to give them deals, that means it's coming out of, you know, your commission and blah, blah. So I said to myself, the day that I start selling someone crap they don't need, um, a keyboard that's too big for them, too complicated. I worked in the keyboard department. Um, uh, or whatever, I quit because I don't want to be that person. And that's what I did. And on the day where I realized I, I need to sell people stuff uh, they don't need, I just left. Yeah. Right. But two days before, I sold a, an ad agency out in San Bernardino, a lot of stuff they didn't need. Um, <laughs> and to, uh, I let them know that if they need help, they can call me. And uh, two weeks later, they called me and said, we don't get a single sound out of the whole system. <laughs> <laughs> because the son of the owner thought he could handle it. Right, sure. And he clearly couldn't. So I went out there as a consultant and fixed up their system and said, look, you, you have an ad agency. You just built a studio. You put 30 grand in it, uh, in, in gear. What are you going to do with it? You, you, your son can't produce radio spots. It's not that easy. Um you're, you're doing used car commercials in mattress stores. You need jingles. I mean, yeah. this is what I studied. So hire me and I write you jingles. I produce your Sunday, 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 only at Dance <laughs> Auto Center.
3: Dance Auto Center!
0: <laughs> you know, those, kind of, those yeah. kind of things. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> and so I, uh, I started working there and I had a studio to myself and I showed up whenever I wanted and got the job done to produce jingles for. It's a boba casino. Come mm. out and play, you know those kind of things. <laughs> cool. Se- and uh, Sexy. <laughs> then, 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 then life was boring. But I got—I mean, I was my goal was always make money and still somehow make music. Yeah, I, I didn't have to be in bands. I didn't have to write my own music. Sitting there writing a jingle is a creative process. Yeah, absolutely. It's putting the pieces of the puzzle together. I was programming drums, playing guitars, playing keyboards. A lot of people want to find themselves in their music and express their thoughts in their lyrics. And it's got to be my way. No, just write elevator music. People, it's still making music and getting paid. Absolutely. Which is a lot more than you can say when you play with five guys in the band. Absolutely, because getting paid part is not happening. Then
1: no, yeah. and a lot of times you have to be almost even more creative because you have it has to fit into thirty seconds, or you know you
0: have to that or you have restrictions. You have you have limits. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. You yeah. have, I mean, you have uh, uh, a thirty seconds, or, or they are, I mean, and and it's also reading minds of people that don't know any music lingo. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sure. studied under John Aldrich, who wrote jingles for McDonald's and, and Coca-Cola. I mean, one yeah. of the big jingle writers in the US. And, and we had whole hours where we discussed terms that clients will throw at you. Yeah, sure. And how to read them. Yeah. And he taught me well because one client once was, well, that is too heavy. Uh and it was like a classic rock kind of a thing. And I wanted, I wanted less heavy. And I knew somehow that that was really not what they meant. And I went Metallica and that's what they wanted. Oh. But when someone says that's too heavy, I wanted more rock and roll. What they might mean is Elton John.
2: Oh. yeah, sure. Oh. Yeah.
0: And that's not what you think of when someone says rock and roll. No. Well, yeah, or, right. um, it, it's, it's the, the point of reference isn't there when you talk about that kind of stuff. And, um, reading what clients want that really trains you when you do studio work with bands because the communication I mean music is I want it softer what does that mean does it mean quieter or does it mean less high end does it mean rounder does it mean less distortion those terms are meaningless yeah unless you know their point of reference um so I did that and I found a cassette tape for the for the listeners out there that's before podcasts. <laughs> there were no cassette I, podcasts unless people handed them around. That's possible. yeah. Um, maybe, yeah. It is possible. <laughs> or you typed it off the radio in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, um, of uh, uh, one of my old bands in Germany where we really wanted to be Dream Theater, um, but we never found a vocalist. So for a year, we rehearsed, wrote a whole bunch of songs instrumentally with placeholder for vocals, obviously. And, uh, uh, never played a gig and then split up, but we recorded in in the in the rehearsals uh, with a mic going into a tape recorder, just a mic on the floor, and I listened to that and I remembered everything. Okay, um, all the lines, all the hooks, they were very hooky. Yeah, cool. Uh, so I'm like, this is actually not bad stuff at all. It just needs to be produced, and we I need a vocalist. So. In my spare time, I stayed late, I went in on the weekends, I produced that album for fun and had a vocalist who's absolutely not a metal or rock vocalist uh, sing on it, but he's got a really good hand for, for pop lines. So uh, we had an album by a band called Chain. That was our name when we were young. Okay. Um, and I took that home, made the whole CD. Took it home and gave it to the guys for Christmas. And I, I invited them to coffee and they had no idea. And all of a sudden they're listening to the album that never was. Yeah, cool. Wow. Okay. And they all had tears in their eyes. And it was just for them. It was for the old guys in the band back home in Germany. Yep. And then I went online and just saw tried to find out what the prog rock community is doing because I had no idea there was one. And there was a prog radio station called Prague Rock Radio. And they got the CD and they started playing it. Oh, cool. Internet radio with 40 listeners. <laughs> but still, there was my songs right next to Rush. And that was awesome. Oh. And the guy called me up and said, this is totally cool. I love the album. Uh, I'm starting a small label. Do you want to put it on the label? Which, of course, means selling it to 30 to 40 people on the Internet. <laughs> yeah. But that's more than I ever wanted for the music.
4: Oh. Sure, so yeah. that was awesome.
0: And then he said, I did an interview with James Labrie uh, at some point, and James said, if you ever have someone who's worthy and writes good material, hook me up. And he did that. Oh, okay. And all of a sudden, James LeBrie agreed to do an album with me. Hey, cool. And uh, I tried to find an angle on it. Uh, at first, I wanted to revive that musical I had written, but that didn't make sense. and then. Um, I listened to a lot of film score kind of stuff, and I realized if it's just me and not a band, I don't need the restrictions of a band. I don't need the restrictions of playability. I don't need the restrictions of only real drums. I can do orchestral drums. I can do uh, uh, electronic drums here or there. I can literally do anything that fits the music. Yeah. Fully produced, yeah. and a lot of sure. film score is proggy in the sense that it has to have all-time signatures to yeah. to match certain cuts. Mm. So I took a modern film score approach to prog, okay. And uh James came in and sang it, and we had killer two weeks, and we had an album that all of a sudden people really liked. Nice. So that was that was a, of,
1: was that that was a frame, frame, shift. frame shift. Frame
0: shift. Yeah, yeah that it. was, and the whole album is is called Unweaving the Rainbow, which sounds very fluffy <laughs> um but it's actually a title of a richard dawkins book and it's all based on uh, uh evolution and darwinism and different e- each song is based on a different chapter out of richard dawkins book Oh, right. cool! which is very nerdy and intellectual and stupid to like write about evolution and um but it, it was fun and it gave it a concept album vibe. By... Yeah,
1: that's it. That's cool. That's very cool. It's a, it's a very And out of that came then a too.
0: second chain album and more albums and then um, a second Frameshift album with a douche nozzle Sebastian Bach. I was going to ask. That, you is, cause that I... is his official name. That actually is in his passport. Douche nozzle Sebastian sure, sure. Bach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> biggest diva in the world. Worst weeks of my life working with him. Um, who after the album was done, which was completely written and recorded, including vocals, everything written, he did nothing on it. He really just had to come in and replace the vocals with himself. Yeah. And he once in a while said, oh, can we get rid of the the or the that? Which then of course made the flow of the lyrics not work anymore, but he, okay, fine, Sebastian will do that. And then he he calls it his solo album and he's written it. Ah, oh, excellent, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, beautiful. Just that's how the music industry works. Um. Yeah. It's a cool album, and it's it, uh, Metal Edge called it the definitive Sebastian Bach album. Not Skid Row, mine. Wow. Which, uh, wow. I was okay right. with that, but uh, could have been much bigger if he had done interviews, which he agreed to do, but of course, you know, we fought, so fuck him. Um, I don't care.
3: <laughs> I made it. I know what I've done. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. And then I've done a whole bunch of other albums, and I sometimes just, when we're talking about parameters, I like to... But on frameshift, it's everything goes, which makes it very hard to write because you have yeah. to make decisions. Mm. And the decision could be, am I going to go for a backpipes here or strings? Am I, what drums am I using? It's, you know, anything goes, which means it's ridiculous amount of choices. Yeah. And that yeah. makes the creative process very difficult. But I love to set myself parameters like on 13 days. It was... I write an album in 13 days with 13 songs and, uh, well, couldn't quite get 13 vocalists, but I've got 11 on it. Yeah, cool. And that's what it was. Mm -hmm. 13 songs in 13 days. And they asked and uh, with Frameshift, anything goes. And here it was only guitars, guitar, drums, and bass. Okay. Anything you could do with guitars. And back then I didn't have any pedals. I had nothing. I had an adrenaline three or two i think oh they're cool which, though they're very cool which uh was cool because it did um uh it did uh like filtery stuff and, and it does a stuff sort of arpeggiated
1: that. stuff doesn't it you can sort of program yeah, that as well then yeah. i
0: did uh, and, and i had parts of course yeah sure. Pod hd and part two uh i didn't have a lot of effects but i did things with plugins so everything on that album is guitar bass and drums whatever you could do with that so that way, I never looked at samples. I never looked at strings, and that wasn't an option for me, no. which, of course, makes the creative process a lot more streamlined. Yeah. And then uh, back in Germany, I did an album where I said, I want to do 80s metal. I listened to Best of Dio, and I said, I want to <laughs> do a really crappy homage to 80s metal with horrible, horrible lyrics. <laughs> um uh, it, one song starts with, within fire, the sun doesn't sweat. All right. <laughs> A losing tiger has no regret. Yeah. <laughs> into all right. the forest, mayhem comes for you. Out of sight, uh, into the blue. That's hilarious. The whole album is, <laughs> if two sentences made sense, they couldn't be next to each other. Yep. It's, just swap, swap lines. <laughs> it's just, to... uh, we had 150 buzzwords. We had 150 uh. words, blood, fist, fire. Babylon, the serpent, <laughs> um, brother, fist, yeah, no. night, fight, survive, and really just change them together. But it's a, it was a fun album. So mm. I listened to uh, Dio, Deep Purple, uh, Maiden, Men o War, and each song had a little bit of inspiration in any of these bands. But those were the, uh, that was the the inspiration, and also the parameters. So that means yeah. what amps do you use? Well,
3: yeah,
0: I had a Soldano. Well, perfect. Because yeah. that was like yeah. the 80s lead sound. Yeah. Um, the next album by that project uh, then was 70s rock. Ah,
3: cool. And my,
0: okay. uh, my um, parameters were what they would have done back then. So take an amp, 100 watts, take the clean channel and only use that cranked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the way it would have done, and that was actually a Blackheart BH100, really inexpensive China amp. Yeah. and I only used the clean amp, channel it, killer amps yeah. I used the clean channel of that cranked it and uh, used my Steve Moore's guitar and I, I think a PIS but um, as back in the days if a take wasn't absolutely perfect and there was string buzz or you know you hit a couple too many strings whatever that was all just
2: yeah.
0: part of it yeah. usually I, I play Sitting Down that album I played Standing Up because you rock more yeah, yeah. Ah, cool and um, and so I try to get as close as possible to an authentic kind of '70s classic rock sound. And that album was fun. I learned so much about just not chopping things to bits and not questioning every single take and not questioning that halfway wrong note in there. Just if the vibe's good, the vibe's good. Exactly mm. right. Yeah. So each album, each album with different parameters, brings me uh, some kind of experience that then flows into the next one. Sure. Sure. So, yeah, yeah, that was the short answer to how did someone from a small village in Germany. (laughs) Um, And then uh, 2006, uh, my house was being sold that I was renting and the ad agency was going under because they went public and they bought the label. And then for a couple of years, I was actually being paid to do my albums. And it was all going downhill. And I said, yeah, let's just go back home. Because also not seeing my parents more than just like a week or two on vacation Mm. Every year, and then every vacation was going home. That's not a vacation. Yeah, I decided to go back home, see my parents more, and start over. And then I taught guitar and showed kids C major and A minor pentatonic up and down. That's what I do. (laughs) I (laughs) think. Do you do down too? Took a while to get into it. I was really horrible, and then I was better. Uh. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, but it's it's not why I have a double major from Berkeley and and all that. You know, it's it pays the bills, it badly but it yeah know, it pays the bills yeah
2: again and, though, um that's one of those things where you're saying it's one of those jobs you have because you need it but you also have it because you've still got a guitar in your hand
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. as
0: i said you're still making music you still yeah. have a guitar in your hand yeah. it's a job it's a nine to five or more like a two to eight <laughs> yeah. um but it's it's still playing guitar mm-hmm. and still I was probably better as a guitar player when I was teaching because I was, I helped the guitar more yeah. and I was dealing more yeah. with technique and stuff than now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then my dad died in 2011 and I bought a house on the opposite of this, on, on, the, on the opposite side of the street of where I grew up. Okay. Um, and built an addition to that house, uh, put the studio in and wanted to move closer to my mom, which didn't work out because now my mom is, uh, in Egypt, most of her oh. time.
1: Oh, okay. Wow.
0: She has a little apartment there and a young Egyptian boyfriend. Lovely. Good, good, good times. It's an arrangement that apparently works for everyone involved. Um, <laughs> hey, it, she's in the sun. She's like, I'm going to go to the beach today. I'm going to take a trip on a boat because she knows the lady from the boat agency. So whenever she wants to, she takes a day trip on the boat that people pay a hundred bucks for. Hey, and uh, she yeah. has the good life. Yeah, cool. That's all that matters. Yeah. Um, how, and, uh, how big is your village where you live? Uh, about 700 people. Okay, yeah. So it is, yeah, tiny, it's, yeah it's pretty small. It is a village. It's a, uh, it, it's a nice little town and the whole town is like 10 villages around it and all together it's like 13,000 people.
3: Yeah.
0: But I'm 45 minutes from Frankfurt. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's, if, I mean, I never go there, but if I had to, I can. Mm. I can pick people up, like, you know, Glenn or whatever. And if my mom's not here, I don't have Glenn in my house. Glenn's actually in my mom's house,
1: <laughs> Okay. which is
0: great because we don't get on each other's nerves and we work together and if he needs his privacy, he's got a whole house. And um, the uh, the great um, thing is, <laughs> he was here and he's like, oh, I go, don't know where my phone charger is. Oh, I left it in your mom's bedroom. <laughs> and then Glenn Fricker says, I left my phone charger in your mom's bedroom. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah, That's just... Very wrong. That's not cool. No, that's not cool at all. Um, yeah, so I, I built the studio here to to produce bands and mm-hmm. you know do what I do. A couple, I mean, when you produce bands, you make a couple hundred bucks, yeah. and you have a lot of musicians in your house all the time. You guys know that. Yeah, it's not it's not fun because well, you see here, my couch is about yeah six seven meters away. Yep, which is where the musicians would be, and I did that deliberately so that the fuckers are in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Which then they pull up chairs and sit right on you. (laughs) Um, But uh, you still, I mean, it's fun, but it's it's long days. It's never eight hours. It turns into 12. Mm. And you have a whole bunch of musicians, in your case, probably on your lap, the way that your room looks. (laughs) Um, Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. And arguing and... You're trying to make the music work and they have opinions you have opinions and it's always mediating it's it's a fun creative process but it's i wouldn't i couldn't do that five six days a week
2: yeah it's it's mentally draining yeah yeah
0: it's 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 literally it, it, it kills you it's so much work so uh and, and then for what i mean nowadays what can musicians pay for studio time yeah everyone does it at home yeah mm. and if i could charge 300 a day that would still be a lot. And that's literally a joke for a full fledged studio. I so, yeah, yeah. So, I am, um, well, I did that and then taught. And all of a sudden, I got into pedal demos, which I didn't know were a thing. Apparently, they were a thing. <laughs> Seems like and I bought it. two pedals. I bought two Harley Benton pedals from Tourman, which apparently are Joyo pedals, as I found out. And no one did really well-recorded reviews for them because those cheap china pedals no one paid attention to the big channels which was know pro guitar shop and all that they didn't do china stuff because the chinese companies they don't want they don't want to pay yeah yeah sure and when they say say well we're going to send you free samples it's like oh thank you you're going to send me a 29 euro pedal thank you that's that's totally worth it it's woo! awesome yeah woo! i just got a, a facebook message from rowan and they're like, we love your channel, uh, we'd like you to do uh videos, we'll send you free samples. Your pedals are 18 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I have 500 pedals. Yep. Thank you, but my videos are X amount of euro, that's what you pay. Yeah. If you want to, you can have your samples back. <laughs> uh, they haven't gotten back to me yet. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> um So... No, I mean, in the <coughs> beginning, what do you do? You have to have yeah. food for the channel, so you do. That's what we do. Yes. Trade, uh, you, you trade for, for, for gear, which in the beginning is cheap China stuff, which is fine, and you're still excited to get a new pedal, mm. and you make a video, which, of course, also in the beginning is not the highest quality video. I mean, my pedal cam was a uh, webcam and, you know, two cameras, which for most people are still cool, and, and it works. It gets the point across. And have not like nine cameras from... is much better <laughs> it's, it's not better It's ridiculous <laughs> and unnecessary <laughs> But I just
2: enjoy that Yeah, has, um, has the camera side Become more of a hobby for you too?
0: Like a It's become something that is Okay, let, let, let's talk about that How did that happen <laughs> With the ridiculous setup that I have now? Yeah, yeah um, Live streams. Someone said I should do live streams. Probably with freaking Stefan from Toman again, who always puts bugs in my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when I do something, I want to do it right. So if I do a live stream, then I don't want to use my webcam, which we're using right now. Um, I'd like to actually have a live stream slightly on the level that my videos are on, yeah. which mm-hmm. means I would like to use my audio and video that I usually use. So... Um I looked online and Black Magic Design had this little box called the Web presenter, where you can take HDMI in and it turns it automatically into a 720p stream. Right. It's not a P stream. It's a 720p stream stream, yes, yes. yes. Um, which uh, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> Which uh, just puts it out, uh, whatever you feed it, doesn't matter what format, it puts it out uh, on a USB cable and your computer will just see it as a webcam. Okay. Oh, neat. Yeah, Yeah, cool. And I bought that, but that damn thing for 500 bucks has a, um, oh, I already had my Blackmagic uh, cinema camera, which I bought. Yeah. Exactly. And that, right, and that didn't have an HDMI output. It doesn't. Uh, it only has an SDI output, which is like a professional BNC yeah. uh, thing to output 4K, and also to get to see what's on the back of the camera, which I have to do because I'm sitting in front of it. Um, I had to buy a little uh, monitor from them, which is 800 bucks. Uh, but it accepts SDI input and outputs a, a HDMI, so it's also a converter and a recorder. You can put SD uh, uh, SD cards in it. It's a great little monitor, and so I had that. So I had the capability of Having an SDI signal going into this web presenter, and I had another camera with HDMI, so I already had two cameras, and I could actually on the front panel switch between them. And I'm like, wait a second, I could do a live stream and literally on the front panel switch between a pedal cam and me. That means in a live stream situation, I could have two cameras. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and I like that idea. And then, a buddy uh, Rafael Cano, a songwriter friend of mine, um, who we have to do a live stream with soon because it's awesome. Um, he was here and we saw that Black Magic just had released a life switcher for HD or HD, as you guys say, um, I don't know because it's, it's got a freaking H in it. <laughs> it's not, um, sp- H is spelled with an H. It's, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where were, you're from, freaky deaky funland down there. Freaky deaky funland. <laughs> oh, speak, speaking, speaking um, of, that's a subtitle. did yeah. There's a... Freaky um, deaky, get bitten by poisonous shitland. Yeah. Um, which is why I tell Leslie, we're never going there. All she always says, let's go to Australia. I'm like, no, 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 I want to live. <laughs> we have a snake in we, our garden. i saw it, uh-huh. I saw it again this morning. I don't do snakes in <laughs> spite I don't do German spiders that don't bite. Ah. So I, I don't do giant Australian spiders that
1: do bite. I'm a Central European. I don't like any of this stuff. I had a snake... <laughs> in between my, my screen door and my door. And I opened a door to go and check the mail and there was a snake about head high. It was climbing up in between the two doors. Hey.
2: Yeah. Come visit. I but, also so- don't
0: like to go, I mean, I like to go in the ocean, not when there's microscopic sh- shit that can bite you and kill you or jellyfish <laughs> that kill you mm. or sharks that, wait, kill you or stonefish <laughs> that, wait, kill you. Um, a, I
1: detect a theme here.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the theme is
2: <laughs> shit kills you where you are. Especially those swimming knives; they're the worst. Yes,
1: but then you, you, we don't drive cars. We get into kangaroos pouches and hop around. That's the fun part. Mm. Oh well, now you got me. I am in, I'm coming. Where do, you, where do you guys live? What part of Australia? Uh, in uh, just around Brisbane, north of a little bit north of Brisbane, called the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. Is there dangerous shit? Yes.
2: Yeah,
0: backpackers. Mm. Backpackers
1: mostly. Mostly backpackers, yeah.
0: <laughs> German backpackers. <laughs> German, <laughs> German backpackers. Well, back <laughs> to where were we? Um, so I could switch, and then I saw that that, oh, that yeah. HD switcher, yep. and it was relatively inexpensive, like a thousand euro. And I ordered that, mm. and you could, uh, you can uh, uh, use the front <laughs> panel, but you can also uh, uh, use network connection to a computer and then switch. And very quickly, uh, Leslie was sitting over there. Um, And I had to buy some more cables and whatever. And I realized, wait, I've got all these little cameras. We used all my little video cameras that I had bought. Um, And I realized, yeah, you can actually do a picture in picture with that switcher. Ah, And fly in a pedal right next to me, just like I usually do it in editing. Mm. But actually, when we're done filming, the video is kind of already edited. Yeah. And I started realizing if I do that, I could save days of work yeah because if you let's say have three four cameras, which one on the guitar, one on me, one on the pedal, and then one unnecessary one um, <laughs> because it's camera number four it starts to be unnecessary um <laughs> but that means emptying four s d cards, loading them in the cameras, making sure all cameras are running, then you have the problem of some cameras only running half an hour which means they turn off in the middle of the damn thing and then you have to turn them back on and then you have extra files that you then have to sync and you don't have four files to sync, you have seven or eight Yep. and edit, you know you know what it's like. So yep, editing becomes a pain, <laughs> a pain in the freaking ass and editing a video with, now I fly in the pedal, now I don't and now it's here, now it's not and now it's on the headstock of the guitar. I don't want that. So editing was hours for each video and yeah. I did that and I like doing it, but... It was a lot of work. And um, with this little life switcher, once Leslie and I, we had a flow going where she kind of found out, okay, now he's talking, now back to his face, now he's playing back to the guitar, Hmm. how to fly in and out the pedal. Now push the, that's what she said button. That's what she said button. (laughs) Um, I realized this is something, if I did this and really invested in it, I could do my videos because that was only an HD switcher. Oh, excuse me, HD. Um, HD. Mate. Don't want you to lose track. Um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I could use. <laughs> write that down. Slow down. Slow HD down. Hand, slow write down. It down.
2: Hang on. <clears> Um <throat> What was after H?
0: I um. I wouldn't uh, be able to use my 4K cameras, which I st- just started using, and I liked the mm. resolution. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So I was like, well, let's send that one back. And actually, get a 4K capable 4K capable one, and then well, obviously, a couple more cameras that can do that. With, and, but then I, then I could buy cameras that didn't need any flip around screen. I didn't need cameras that didn't have they don't have any SDI card slots. Uh, my three main cameras now have nothing. Yeah, they have yeah. no SD card slot. They have no screen. They have no menu. Mm-hmm. They're literally just a big sensor in a plastic box with a lens on it, and two outputs for SDI, But I can also control them from the switcher, which means focusing, mm. yeah. uh, iris, yeah. everything is remote-controlled, and you can just set it up from the video studio. Cool. And then the switcher came, and in contrast to the smaller one, is a tornado. It is so loud, it is yeah. a jet engine. Oh, really? because it's capable of running 10 4K streams. Mm. So imagine the processor that it takes. It's got eight fans in it, and oh, they're wow. all loud. Wow, okay. Uh, and it gets, it's, with the eight fans, it still gets piping hot. You can cook on that thing. So, wow. Um, it was very clear that I had to invest more money into long cables and run them through the wall, kill my vocal booth, and Leslie is now sitting up in the vocal booth. So. The setup is I have a 50-inch or 40-inch screen here that shows the multi-view, meaning I can see all the individual cameras. Yeah. Okay. And then in order to actually see what's really being recorded, I need a 4K TV to be right on top of it, where I can see the actual resolution and the thing that she's switching to, so I know what she's doing. Sure. And what will actually be recorded, so I could say, no, please go on that camera or now fly in the pedal. Um. And she has the same thing in there. She's got a computer monitor with the software. Yeah. She has the multi-view. And because she couldn't really focus in on the 4K, because on the multi-view, you had it on an HD monitor and a quarter than... of the monitor only. So you, you didn't have the resolution to really focus correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she also has a 55-inch 4K in there, where she sees the program view. Wow. Um, Which also required a second Mac. Yeah, wow. Uh, and then a recorder where you can actually have SD cards in it that records the signal. And all the cables. And yeah, so I it just started from there to be like, well, yeah. So now cool. adding another camera doesn't mean adding another SD card. It doesn't mean I have to edit later another angle. It doesn't mean sure. another 45 minutes to transfer the data. It doesn't mean extra space on the hard drive. Mm. Adding another camera is literally just... Plugging positioning it in. in it, turning it on, yeah. plugging in the cable, and now Leslie has the capability of switching to that or not. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yep. So, if in a video there's a camera showing a wall of amps and you switch to that for 10 seconds in the whole video, it's not a waste of an SD card, transfer time, it's nothing. It's just sitting there, mm. and that angle is an option if you use it. And if you don't use it, well, don't use it. Yeah, yeah, true. And that became the system where with every new camera I kind of had my eye on, that camera also became an option for the live switching system.
2: Yeah, cool. Okay.
0: And now I'm at the point where if I wanted to, not that I can think of angles that make sense, but if I wanted to, I could have, I think, 10, probably some more with a GoPro, Uh, but I could use all 10 inputs on that switcher Mm -hmm. and have different cutouts and fly things in. And, um... So I just recently added uh, an actual control surface for it, which is like a, you know, Mackie, Huey audio control surface, but you can actually switch. We don't need to use the software anymore, which is ridiculous because you could just use your mouse and click the yes. different angles. Yep. Um, oh, that's, but, that's, that's, but now you just click actual buttons, which is, of course, more fun, and they light up. Fun.
1: Cool. Oh wow, well there you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Say no more. And they have
0: each each button has a little display next to it with hey. the name on it. Nice. Wow. Lovely. You you know how we are. You know we <laughs> love that of shit. Of course. Are
2: they different colors though? Is that the Yes, you can Ooh. actually define the colors for the buttons. Oh. See that that's why I like this thing the machine, native instruments, I don't know if you can
0: see. Oh, uh, it, it's exactly like that and it's colorful, yeah. but colorful, It's over yeah. 3000 bucks. So <laughs> <This laughs> to was... do something to do something you could do with the mouse in software, yeah. which I already had.
2: This was over $300. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Like, <laughs> Australian Purchasing dollars. that Australian dollars. was technically ridiculous, but yeah. then I figured out there's a big ass joystick on it. Ah, oh, well, that, that makes up for it. And here's the thing, what the joystick is used for, before when we wanted to do the pedal cutout, mm. Leslie always prepared that. I, I put the camera up and she uh, did the mask for the pedal. Uh, in the software, you do the mask by putting in parameters. Okay. So yeah. she put in five. Oh, no, that's not enough. 5.4. No, six, seven. And cutting out the left, the right, the top, the bottom. And um. there's also arrows on those parameters, but when you hit an arrow, it takes forever. Okay. It's just really, really slow. So cutting out a pedal takes minutes and is just a pain in the ass. Positioning it the same way, you position it w- with putting in parameters you can't actually just in the software take a little x y coordinates thing and just drag it where you want it it's ridiculous okay Uh, you have to put in coordinates and it's a pain in the ass so technically we could do four different pre-programmed cutouts in two different positions so eight different things i could actually have her prepared but it's way too much work but yeah, sure. I could have four pedals on the table and they could all be prepared to be individual cutouts that you can fly in in different positions um, which if you want to do that in editing later would be a pain in the ass but yeah. it's a pain in the ass in the software now um, here you have on the little screen on the uh, control surface uh, little uh, like endless dials okay. to do the mask so actually cutting it out is left, dial, dial, left, right, dial. so it's really fast to cut it out And with that joystick, you move it around on the screen, and when you twist the joystick, you change the size. Cool. Okay. That's what she said. So, while the... When you twist the joystick, you change the size. Good one. (laughs) Good one. you be quick. I I didn't hear it, but... (laughs) You perfed it. Um, So so the cool thing is, while the video is going, she really now has just... She grabs the stick, Hey! And she she twists (laughs) it in the middle of the video and she has a capability of just making the pedal a little bit bigger smaller or if it's on something like my head or the headstock or whatever of the guitar she can just move it out of the screen Yeah, cool. Okay. That's great. That's... Nice. Now you're frozen. Oh, uh -oh. uh-oh.
2: Can you hear us? Is it just a video?
0: Are we... No, you're
1: gone! We're gone, no! Oh no. No! You're still here? We
0: can still see you. Totally frozen. Uh oh. There we go. There we go. Hello. Oh. Now I can only see one of you because
1: ah, why? Ah, because it's on that. You've got oh. to flip the screen. Hang on. Is this that check there, there, there? we go. Now hey. We go. Can I do that? No. Okay. Now you did that automatically. Good. yeah If one one does it, it automatically happens.
0: Yeah, okay. we could still see you, but yeah, we were my, uh, good old good old internet. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's you, you couldn't possibly be further from where I am, and it's uh, yeah. I'm still amazed at the magic that's coming out of the box in front of me. I know. It's crazy. It's Futuristic, te- te- man. Hashtag technology. Exactly Apparently, right. people don't say hashtag anymore. I'm years behind things. I just realized what a hashtag actually does. Don't tell anyone. Wait, did I just say that? <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat>
1: we won't tell anyone. There's Good. The, the four
0: people that listen to this podcast, I mean... The-
3: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they go like, ha ha, he didn't know, ha ha. Um, yeah, so in the... In, in anyway, the, yeah, the yeah. thing is, it just kind of spiraled a little bit out of control with... It's, it's fun. It's, it's, it's a fun thing to sit here and be able... Right now, I've got all the cameras are just there. Mm. And I can start a video with six, seven, eight cameras turn them on, position them, uh, uh, remotely uh, focus them. And I can make a really complicated video, one that most channels would just be scared to do because it's, mm. oh, I not have to ha- edit that and that pedal and no. I need an angle on the amp and that's another thing. I can shoot those in an hour, two hours and have 30 minutes editing because sure. it's being edited while I go. I ha- I have one file in the end. Yeah cool. no. I still record no, the audio sorry. in Cubase and I'm 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 able because of the system to probably save uh, 3 to 5 days a month easily mm. in editing
1: I mean, I, I do the editing for the videos and, and I know it's a, it's a, I was saying to you the other day, um, I, you, you were talking about editing that four and a half hour video with Nico and I was saying, I just edited a 40 minute video and that was a pain in the ass <laughs> with well, the, two cameras or three actually, sorry, well, three cameras.
0: Editing that four and a half hour video with Nico was literally, I had SD cards, they had one file on it. It was edited. Yeah. I mean, all the different yeah. angles and all that was already done while we did it. Yeah. Like it cool. wasn't switching as much as I should have because I was doing it myself, yeah yeah, yeah um yeah. but it was really just going in and cutting out parts where I ran out to you know get something and he was just noodling. Mm. but that's my editing nowadays, yeah, cool. if something gets fucked up in terms of well, it should have been on this angle or whatever, uh I can't do anything about that anymore because the guy on the switcher had to react i mean it's you have to be kind of a team that works, yeah, yeah um. Yeah. So Leslie and I, we work now. It also helps if there's someone sitting there that hasn't done it before, but they watch a lot of YouTube videos. They, they, they know instinctively, I want to see the guitar now. I want to yeah. see that. I want to see that. Um, sometimes what I do edit out is when I give Leslie instructions. Okay. When, when I'm like, hey, uh, could you please go uh, from the amp wall? Can you back, go back to me? And maybe it takes her, you know, 20 seconds to figure out what to do. Because yeah. she's still, you know... Computers are not her thing And she ha- absolutely hates doing this Being mm. my switch bitch But um <laughs> uh, If that takes a little bit too long or something I'll cut it I cut that out And all you see is all of a sudden You're back on me And yeah. you don't even know that there was a cut I don't always cut that out But that's really I go through the video and f- find out Well you know Can I speed that up here Or I'm tuning the guitar So I'll just do 8 speed mm. Whatever So people don't go Tune the guitar they actually see that I did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. But also the format of my videos doesn't really require me to cut out too much because that 20 minutes to an hour long, yeah. I don't need to do the, let's cut it down to eight minutes. Mm-hmm. No, I, no. I, pers- I personally don't see the point.
2: No. Yeah, we're, we're a bit the same.
1: Yeah, it's, I it's always, not much cut out, is it? No, I never cut anything out. And I do the same, the fast forwarding, <laughs> if we're doing something stupid or if we need to tune or if we're switching from guitar to bass, I just fast forward it.
0: It but, keeps you more there. Yeah. It's more like a live stream. It's more like a um, I'm there with them. When it's super edited, you present it a produced thing. Yeah. 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 Whereas I, I think the way that my videos would probably feel to me if I watched them, it's then. There's still all the angles, there's still the quality of audio and video, but it's a more relaxed kind of, he's just sitting there, my buddy is sitting there checking the pedal out with me instead of having this fully produced, yeah. cut out, yeah. rehearsed, let me get my my two cents section all written out and reading it. Um, I don't know what I'm going to say when I sit down. I'm most, most of the times I don't know what I think about the product when I sit yeah. down. yeah. Yeah, we're the same. Yeah. And and I think that's 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 what, when it comes across as an actual honest opinion so because it's not. I didn't I didn't rehearse anything. No, that's probably the difference
2: between like what you, yourself and us and probably that pedal show do is being the independent type demo approach mm-hmm. rather than like um, uh, Brett Kingman and. Uh, Pro Guitar Shop, which used to be Andy. Andy Reverb. Um, Reverb it's a Andy. bit more of a sales pitch. It's part of their ad, online ad program. So they're different
0: things. Yeah, I mean, in the end, what we're doing is advertising as well. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. But, I mean, someone like Andy, Mike Hermans, Brett Kingman, Yeah. they'll demo. I don't think Brett says, this is what I actually think. No, no, he doesn't. No. I mean, he'll say, this is totally cool. I'm enjoying it. But he's not giving his separate, here's my opinion. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, which is totally fine. If you don't give your opinion, you also can't give a dishonest opinion. Yeah. yeah. Which is totally fine. Then there's Pete Thorne's approach, where Pete simply won't demo a pedal if he doesn't like it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So that means if he has something to bitch about, he will simply not make a video about it. But it means every video he does is an endorsement for the, for the product, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. everything is positive, which is totally fine. Yeah, That simply yeah. means that if he's not doing a pedal that's right now hip, you know why he's not doing it. Because he doesn't, know. yeah. Okay? yeah. Um, it's a very tough sales pitch mm. to companies to say, send me the product, pay me for it, because, well, my pitch is always like, you're not paying me for my opinion, which you cannot buy. You're paying me for... My time, yeah. freaking 10 cameras, Leslie sitting up there. I don't know. We're probably talking way, 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 way past 50 grand in camera gear. That's, that's not even remotely close. Um, so that's what you would pay for. If you go to a production company yeah. mm. and you want a video made for your guitar product. So let's, let's add that shit up, fellow companies out there. <laughs> you, you have a video guy, right? <coughs> Let's yeah. say your video guy is also your lighting guy, if you're lucky. Yeah. And maybe the video guy is also your editor. If, you're Probably not, so no. a video no. guy, go into a studio. Wait, we need to be in a recording studio, right? Preferably, because yeah. we actually want to get good sound. Yeah. So that video guy is taking all the shit into a recording studio. Well, he can't actually present the damn thing, right? Because he's not playing guitar. No. So you need to get a guitar player that knows the shit about pedals. Yeah. And it's also good in front of the camera and on the guitar to present the damn thing. So that guitar player needs to spend time with the pedal ahead of time to know what he's doing and not to waste the camera crew's, yeah. uh time. Yeah. So that way, you're paying the guitar player. What are we paying this guy? 50 bucks an hour? Sure. Why not? That's, that, that's, that would be yeah. Yeah. not a lot, but it would be kind of fair. Yeah. Yeah. If he goes out of the whole thing with 200 bucks, he's probably going to be happy. Yeah, yeah. So we have two hundred bucks for four hours for the guitar player, but he also had to prepare a little bit. So let's make two fifty out of it. Okay. And we have a recording studio that we're renting for half a day. And let's say it's really a day where they don't do anything and it's cheap, and they just want to get the time out. Let's add another two fifty to that, which is of course a joke. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Including the engineer again, a joke. So you have the visuals of the recording studio. So we're already at five hundred bucks for that video. Then the professional production company comes in with their lights and their cameras and their video guy. Yeah. Probably more than one guy. Most likely, mm.
4: Yeah.
0: But let's say it's one guy. So he comes in with his gear. How much is that going to run you an hour? Not 75 bucks. That's a lot more than that, probably. A graphic designer gets 75 bucks. We're probably looking at a couple hundred per hour. Yeah. And then they go and edit it, which again is about 100 an hour later. Yeah. So at the best, you'd come out of this thing with about 2,000 bucks. Yeah. And then it's under your control, and it's your video, and it's fine. It's a corporate video. And that's all good. But there's no opinion in there. And yeah. people will watch it, and it's nice, but they're still looking for a video where someone actually says, "Wow, well, I wish they'd it? had put yeah. the jack here. Yeah. And yeah. the switch doesn't always really react, or that light's too bright, or whatever. Yeah. No. Um, which, of course, you don't find in the corporate video. No. So, mm. do you think with everything I've got going here, I can charge 2,000 bucks a video? No, no way. <laughs> no, because companies will go, are you nuts? I just got, while we were talking, I got a response from Rowan. And they said, oh, no, we only send out free samples. <laughs> and I'm like, well, then you're just not getting a video on my channel. Yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I... I, I'm honest about this. I, until a week ago, charged €350 euro for a video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a ridiculous joke.
2: Sure, yeah.
1: For, for the amount of, yeah, the, for yeah. what you do, um, the amount of hours you put, time, well, the amount of equipment, time, know-how, everything you put into it, that is a joke. I mean, you, yeah. you
0: can't necessarily say I use, you know, eight cameras or whatever, and that's why it's the no, video no, no, has I mean, to be... No expensive but it adds a show it adds it adds something that people like to watch um it is in depth i do videos that a lot of people would shy away from because it's too much work if you don't have a freaking ampede switching system with 16 amps connected (laughs) and you would want to take an overdrive pedal and send it into five different amps how much work would that be for you a lot yeah lots of plugging lots of unplugging lots of let's move the mic over here if it's a combo i mean that is simply work that most channels, actually all channels, would shy away from because it just doesn't pay off. Can't do it, no. Now, Mm. now I position myself because I know Peter from, Peter Allen from Ampede, and he gave me a switcher for some videos, um, Mm. where I was lucky enough to be in a position where I have a remote on my desk and I can just remotely switch to the amps. And all of a sudden you have a video with some weight because you're sending an overdrive into five, ten different amps And you get a feel for it. It works in that. It doesn't work in that. And it really doesn't work in that. But it's extremely cool in this amp. And that's the amp that's closest to what I have. So now I know whether or not it works for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Or I know I have a little Angle metal master, which has a great clean channel, but really doesn't work with fuzzes. So I just prevented someone from buying a fuzz for the Angle metal master because I just found out that it doesn't work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that is worth some money if, you know, not the cameras, not that, but the system allows me to do more complex videos than some other channels easily. Yeah, yeah cool. And I think it's totally okay to charge for that. I have over 70,000 subs and I get a... I don't get a lot of clicks. I get less clicks than most channels because it's in-depth. If you want to know everything, then you watch my video.
1: Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Charlie from Orange said it right. I don't get nearly the clicks that other people get, but he's like, It's a different quality of click and a different quality of subscriber. He says, let's say the new Brent Hines app that they have. People will watch Pete Cottrell and Colin Scott and many people that reviewed it. But once they've seen those videos, which are all great, and show you different aspects and different playing styles and different guitars, if you are close to the buying decision, you come to me because you get the frickin' everything. Yeah. 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 I now have stereo mics in the room and i pump that amp to through a 212 into the room so that you get a feel of what does it actually sound like in the room yeah, and cool. you get it with you get everything and then i actually compared it to uh, the, um, the uh, another orange head that they have now and went back and forth on different sounds so you want the everything right before you buy information yeah that's what you get here yeah and he said my videos are probably more the I'm on the verge of buying it, but I'm still unsure. And after my video, you really know yes or no. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And and I like that. So it's it's okay that I don't get as many clicks if the clicks are leading to a buying decision.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. Or or not. Or maybe it prevented someone from making the wrong decision.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Hey, speaking of amps and that kind of thing... uh how did you go with the synergy stuff? Did you like that?
0: Yes and no. Yeah. The the feeling is still if I can have the real amp, I want the real amp. Which is of yeah. course fucking ridiculous. Because I have if I have the BE module. Yeah. Okay. That I know Dave Friedman did. Yeah. And I know, I, I saw him there working on it. On, I stood right there. And I know it's coming from the same workbench that the BE amp is made on. Yeah. And I'm putting it on in into the Synergy uh, uh, receptacle sure. in 1 or SYN 2, and I'm running it through the SYN power amp, which is 6L6 loaded, not ER34. Funny enough, it sounded literally the same. Yeah. Because especially with the BE, the sound is made in the preamp and not the power amp. And I'm switching back and forth, and I really couldn't tell the freaking difference. Why would I still actually want a BE more than the actual module? It feels weird. Yeah, I And uh, Maybe what you mean. it's because the is and it's an actual head. It, there's an emotional connection to yeah, the real thing and to a head. I think the Synergy heads, the SYN30 and SYN50, are sexy because it is a really nice looking head. The SYN30 is small, 30 watts, MIDI effects loop. It has a good clean channel that's built in and you have one module slot yep. to be flexible. Yeah. I think that is a very sexy product with one module for 2000 bucks. Yeah, cool. Super high-end, super nicely built. The SYN1, with its kind of hard drivey look, yeah. is a great tool. Now, if I was gigging, and flying around or driving in buses or whatever and having to put my sound in a suitcase, mm-hmm. it's killer because yeah. you can have something that is as big as a big hard drive enclosure, um, have one or two modules in your laptop bag and show up to a gig, wire that into whatever amp is there into the power amp yeah, yeah. and actually have your high gain sound. Uh, mm-hmm. You can still switch to the amp's Clean that you're using. So any kind of amp that's there will work, and you can integrate it. Um, it's got a built-in effects loop, uh, and the DI out, even though it is frequency compensated and not an IR loader or something, yeah. is pretty damn good for most things. It didn't mm. work with some of the modules. Okay. It didn't really want the vh 4 module. It's not voiced for a modern sound. It's voiced for like a you know classic marshley sound. Yeah. Yeah. But having mm-hmm. that as a traveling musician and being able to at least take your Soldano, BE, Plexi, yep. whatever, into whatever amp is on, on stage, and also if you don't like the front of house guys, you know, and whatever, you just give them an XLR cable and you're good. <laughs> uh, I think it's a great solution for that.
2: Yeah, cool. Yeah. Is it is it still a tool though, not something you love? Like still, like okay, um, just... And a utility.
0: Well, just, just, I think just with any hashtag stupid modeler. <laughs> hey, there's some great ones out there. But just like with any Helix, Kemper, Axe Effects. Yeah. Do you love that product or do you hmm. love the name that's on the display?
2: Yeah. I think not only one, I think I'd love the versatility
1: and lightness. <laughs> But you can tell people love the name on it because people yeah. are such diehards for no no I'm an Axe Effects guy and everything else is crap and Kemper. You, y- you
0: know. said you love the versatility and lightness, you love the features, you love the convenience, you love yeah. the all-in-the-box with effects. That's good. But it's the st- 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 drooling. Yeah. The the drooling is not happening over no. oh my god, my axe effects. The drooling is happening over the matchless amp in the effects. Yeah, yeah. effects yeah. That's the thing you actually covered. That's the thing. You want that rev, you want that Friedman, you want that whatever, that mm. vox yeah. that's modelled or that's profiled. That is the thing that gets you an amp owner.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like Not, your your f- your favourite band releases a new album, you
0: buy it on vinyl instead of mp3 off iTunes. Let me put this way. Tactile. Let me put this way. If a if, if band released... An album, yeah. And they said, "Yeah, we used an axe effect." You're not going to go, "Oh, how awesome! Um, totally cool. Uh, I want an X effect." What you want to know is, what model did they play? Yeah. yeah You're still asking, "What did you use?" No. The axe effect is a vessel. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: For yeah. what you actually crave. So when they said, when it says it was a model of a, I don't know, Morgan amp you now have the choice to buy the X-Effects in the model of the Morgan Amp, but you might also just go and grab that Morgan Amp. Yeah. yeah, So they're vessels for what we really like. So in, in terms mm. of synergy, yes, it's made by the actual manufacturers. Yes, it sounds like the real thing. Um, it is also kind of a vessel for the real thing that you want, but you get it in analog and the real deal, and you're also supporting the real companies, which is great. Yeah. Um, the love for it it's similar to modeling in terms of that it's it's convenient it's flexible all that stuff i think the love affair is still with the real thing oh yeah for sure the, the way- ac20 module is not the same as actually looking at my ac20 in the beautiful brownish driftwood toe and they look great Yeah, they look fantastic morgan that's i mean
1: yeah. it, it, it
0: it's stupid
1: and the logo lighting up and all that. Of course not. Yeah. That's all, that's a, it's a part of
0: it. It's the charm of it. It, it, it. it makes me feel, gives me this tiny little bit of endorphin rush when I go over there. And I was never a Marshall guy, but turning on my Friedman small box and getting that sound. That's mm. just awesome. That makes me happy. <coughs> I think the reason I was looking, looking at them
2: is because I have a couple of heads in my studio here. And I was looking at them to fill in the gaps of the styles of amps I don't have, like a boxy it'll absolutely
0: thing. sound wise. It'll absolutely fill in the gaps. Okay, cool, yeah. Um, with them, let me put it this way: with some, uh, some comma, but <laughs> some amps really <laughs> build their sound with the power amp. Yeah, yeah, sure. And um, synergy is primarily preamp based. Yeah. Mm. So if you get the Synergy power amp, it's 6L6s. Now, if you have an amp with 34s and you have an amp with 6L6s uh, or 84s, and then you can pump the Synergy into the power amp of those, um, you'll get closer to the sound. You'll ne- With some amps, you get pretty much indistinguishable, and those are amps that build their sound from the preamp, yeah. which is a lot of the Freedmans. Yeah, right. The BE, yeah. HBE. On the other hand, the Freedman Dirty Shirley has... 58, 80, I don't know what, something in the power amp, and the Dirty Shirley sounds immensely huge in the bass. Right. It's a very fat, round amp. Mm. Um, neither the pedal pumped in the Dirty Shirley pedal pumped into different amps, nor the Synergy module could give you that sound. Because gotcha. it's, it's very unique sounding. Same with a, a VH4 Dietzel. Dietzel is very, very fat in the bass response. And an actual diesel will give you something that the preamp module cannot. No. Does it give you that type of distortion? Yes. No. Yeah, sure. Is that something anyone can actually tell in a mix? No. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. No. No. Um, I think for the budget, Synergy is getting you the actual analog feel, no latency, no nothing, supporting the real companies. Mm. And it gets you much closer to the feel of the actual amp than a module, a, a, a modeler will. And it doesn't break the bank. Yeah, cool. Oh.
1: I love that. that. That Dirty Shirley, that sounds fantastic.
0: That In, in some yep. of so your videos,
1: that sounds so good.
0: The amazing thing is that it sounds really good clean, which is ridiculous. That yeah. with that McMull on the lowest game setting. The the telly. Man, that sounded great. The McMull, oh, tea, Yeah, that freaking style, McMull sorry. telly. I just paid for it yesterday, comma ouch. uh oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but um it, it's freaking ridiculous. That's it's great. just those McMull guitars, I mean I've got a McMull telly and a McMull strat. Mm. And I don't feel that in that department, when it comes to that build of guitar, uh I can really go any any higher other than actually buying tens of thousands worth of actual vintage gear. I'll be right back. All right. Talking about Synergy, oh. uh, people from Engel have just arrived. Ah, okay. These are, yeah, yeah, people on the podcast can't see that, but two uh, <laughs> young gentlemen from uh, Engel, the Engel development team, is that correct? Yeah, people with soldering irons that know things. Um, yeah. They just, uh, I don't think it's out yet, but we had prototypes at TGU. Uh, there's... Two angle modules, right? Two uh, yeah. Savage, Savage and Savage and Powerball is oh, now yeah. as uh, angle modules. So oh, let's cool. let's ask the nice people from Engel. Of course, they're going to give us their corporate bullshit. Um, <laughs> how close do they get to the actual amp? Really close. Really close, they say. Mm-hmm.
1: Ah. <laughs> so the, uh, Development
0: okay, powerballs balls in development. Yeah. I, I gotta repeat that because the mic's way too far in the back. Can you hear those guys? Uh, uh just just yeah, just yeah. okay. I'll repeat it okay. okay. But but how how, how close to the how much is the power amp important on those amps?
1: Yeah, the is really important. I uh, had the KD88 and the Synergy Syng- Syng- had the 606s, so they differ a little bit.
0: Okay, as I, as I said, so he said the the uh. On the Savage, which usually has kd eighty eight, the Savage KD88s. has KD88s, KD-88s, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, it, the power amp does play quite a bit of a role, yeah. but you have that angle preamp sound. Yeah. No. Of course, you can pump it into whatever you want to you know, then pump it, or you can also uh, go DI without speaker simulation and pump it into something that wall of sound or a, uh, a torpedo line-in. Yep. They've um, got uh, like
1: KD-88s on the torpedo,
0: the power and, amp. Yeah, and then just mm. use the digital power amp em- emulation. Um, <clears throat> yeah, sure. Or you just say, that's the angle sound in terms of preamp, and I use it in a mix. And whether or not it sounds like an actual savage who gives a flying rat's ass, it's just a good sound, which yeah, I think is. That's the most important part just in The, the idea. Part. Yeah. People <laughs> get so stuck on labels. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. That, that guy that, is playing a powerball, so now I have to get a powerball. Dude, you don't have his fingers. Or the hair. You, you don't have that guitar. You don't even play that type of music. You don't even have le- leather pants, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I mean, play whatever's is comfortable. Yeah, there exactly are right. as many guitar sounds as there are albums. And it's that thing of getting that flavor of amp
2: and overdrive rather than emulating you know, a certain guitar player
0: or album or whatever. But, I mean, even if you take the same guitar player... With the same gear. Take Petrucci. Always Mesa, always Petrucci with weird guitars. There's still a difference between album to album in his guitar sound because different engineer, different studio, uh, the mic might have been spilled ice cream over. Who knows? Um, It's just every album will sound different. Of course. Um, Obviously, he has his signature kind of things, Mm. but in the end, uh, don't get too hung up on... That guy is playing that, so there's, I have to get that. There's get so many variables
1: involved. That's the thing. There's so many variables involved between recording. I mean, even within one With album, one between album. recording session to recording session, there's too many variables involved. So yeah. I never understand
0: people that are so,
1: you know, it has to be that. Yeah, I, you know? I just
0: did the um, Anna Sound high voltage pedal, which yeah, is supposed to give killer. you like an ACDC kind of thing. And people are like, that's not the ACDC sound. They had the amp on blah, 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 and they used the something, something wireless system, which, and that preamp gave you that, uh, now it's being rebuilt by Solo Dallas, the Schaefer something, something box for 1300 bucks, and they have it in a pedal for 500. It's a slight booster, which is based on the preamp of that wireless system. Who gives a flying rat's ass? Yeah. You still don't yeah. sound like Malcolm Young, because you know what? You're not, You're not Malcolm him. Young. Yeah. Yeah. He took a Marshall, cranked it a little bit more, accidentally had that wireless unit in front of it that's the acdc sound you know what the acdc sound is nowhere heavy it's nowhere full no it just rocks because him and the bass and the freaking kick drum were tight as hell Yeah. oh yeah so take any amp give it the tiniest bit of fizzle humbucker and play right yeah Yeah. you could even get that sound out of an angle can you imagine i think
1: probably I don't think they're listening.
0: <laughs> that's, that's <good. laughs> no, I mean it's it's so people chasing the sound f- of certain people just play. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. right. Think music. I mean, of course, I say that making reviews. Maybe I shouldn't say that. No, watch reviews and buy gear. That's what I mean. Watch watch Hennings reviews everything. and our reviews.
1: <laughs> he, only Hennings and our reviews. No, nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, There's no other. I, I always strain. have trouble. And uh, by the way, when you commented in the uh, in, Nick, in the Nico video, yeah. Yeah. I put a, 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 a little title in there uh, because he was answering something, and then uh, uh, we didn't say where the, where the comment came from. So I put where it came from, and I didn't look up the name of your show. So <laughs> I hope I spelled it. Correctly. I always mess it up somewhere. Uh, I've, I, it
1: took us about. Two years to not mess our own name up, so that's all... Super... Fun... Su- Stop with super. Super... Fun... Super awesome... No, no, super fun. Super fun, awesome,
0: happy time. That's it. Pedal show. Super fun, awesome, happy time, pedal show. That's it. It rolls <laughs> off the tongue, like that. Just, it, it is no, almost no, as doesn't. stupid as my channel name. It's... Yeah, I, I yeah, think yeah, it's true. probably a lot more stupid, but... <laughs> <laughs> super fun, awesome, happy time, pedal show. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say that a couple times to get it happening. It's
1: brilliant. It's like a... It's like on The Simpsons with the the B sharps. We did a name that's funny at first,
0: and then yeah,
2: gets less funny every time. Every time
0: you. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) So when are you coming to Germany to make videos with me? Uh,
1: Whenever, well, whenever really. I I I I just came back from Austria. I was there over Christmas because my mum and dad live in Austria. So uh, I do what you 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 did when you did name for not showing up here. That's what well, I, 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 I didn't know I was
0: allowed to show up. That's the, you know. I, I, oh, I think the These guys is... were uninvited and they just show up. <laughs> I mean, anyone can just show up here and get coffee. Well, they uh, haven't gotten coffee yet. Well, next we'll, next, next, time,
1: next time I'm in Austria, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely come and, and say hello. because I, I Yeah, I'd... do that. We'll make stupid videos together. Yeah, that sounds like great fun. I only
0: made it to Italy I, last year, so not quite there. Italy is, I mean, it, it's still, it's definitely closer than Australia, so you were close yeah. enough. Close-ish. I have to ask you something. Yeah. On the couch behind you, is that a Triad Orbit O A and an A2A yeah. and an M2? <laughs> sure. I, yes. Yes. I, good he, he, he said, as a total geek. Yeah. <laughs> where uh, where do you see that? It's the big long black that's, one.
1: That's uh, that's that's. Uh, and we did actually when it when it um, when it arrived, we actually I tagged you in it and said that uh, thanks to you, we're gonna buy lots of
0: these things now. Aren't they ridiculously cool. Oh,
1: they're great, yeah. It's so hold that,
0: in, hold that in the camera again, please. I need to take a screenshot for my friend from Child Orbit. Wait, wait, yes, <laughs> and done. Um, and get them to send uh, us some more stuff. <laughs> where, do, uh, where do you? Where uh, do you? Do you have a wall mount?
1: Yeah, that goes on the ceiling. That's for awesome. the microphones. Yeah. Yeah. I've so got that... eighteen wall mounts in here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, you know, we've got one. We're starting. It's uh, it's. Yeah. It y- y- the, tried orbit.
0: That's addictive. That's I've like freaking
1: crack cocaine. I'm 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 setting up my my home studio at my place, and uh, uh, I think there's already one there, but I think there's another wall mount coming, and I've got a clamp as well. So there's there's a few more coming. Um, good good times. I need. I, I, I don't use tripods
0: for anything anymore.
1: No, no. I I they're they're pointless.
3: Yeah.
0: We need so to uh, for all the uh, listeners out there, hashtag something tried orbit rules, but it's expensive, but it's awesome. But time <laughs> happy. But the quality, show.
1: the quality. That's fantastic. a
0: long hashtag. <laughs> That's a very long hashtag. Since, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how <laughs> hashtags work.
1: The quality is fantastic. No it's, it's, it's really sturdy stuff. Really well made yeah. stuff. Yeah,
0: It's absolutely. the only thing that can do what it does. Yeah. Mm. If you, if you, if you're in here and you look at what I'm looking at, you can't do that with anything else. <laughs> no, well, it's it's same here. It's, it makes
1: life so much easier. And, and I think at my place as well, I'm, I sort of set up my home studio with the idea of doing videos in mind. So, uh, uh, and, and there's yeah, gotta I did be a few that too. Yeah. Now it's a freaking TV station. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, I guess we should better let you go because you've got those two uh, lovely people in the back there
0: waiting for you. We don't know if they're lovely yet. Oh, I don't okay. know if they're lovely yet. We'll, they... we'll, f- we'll find out. See if they bring coffee first. They're German metal amp designers. I don't know, they might be grumpy.
1: Oh. Well if if they need if they need an, an Australian audience, you know, we, we're happy to talk.
0: <laughs> I can hook you up. All right. Sure. I got the I got the hookup in Excellent. my hood. <laughs> Germany's my hood. <laughs> Germany's your <my> hood, <laughs> right on. I really don't I, I I sound not right when I talk street. It doesn't work. No, anymore. no. Yeah, me either. No. Me neither, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's, <laughs> too much whiteness
1: going on oh yeah <laughs> whitetity yes yeah. I have yeah. my studio tan <laughs> yeah yeah Yeah. I feel like that yeah well Henning thank you so much for being on the show that was uh, anytime uh, very very much mm-hmm. appreciated and uh, um, everyone out there watch Henning's channel there'll be links below uh, where to go as if really as if you haven't watched yeah. his channel
0: yet but um, yeah, there, there, there are people who haven't there are people who hate it To those, I say, watch a couple more videos because people always hate it in the beginning, but at some point they get it. Here's what, to your viewers, (coughs) to your viewers, um, what I need to explain is people get pissy at me because they think I'm trying to be funny when the actual joke is I'm the joke. Yes. (laughs) I make lame jokes and I know they're lame, which make me the butt of the joke because I actually think they're funny. I pretend to think they're funny. Yeah. so once people get that i'm not pretentious or i'm not trying to be you know funny that it's if you can laugh about <laughs> yourself then you get it now I, I, it
1: takes I, a while I, to I, get that I, I gotta say i'm i, I uh, and we've talked about this actually on the podcast before mm-hmm. i i much rather sit there and watch you for an hour <laughs> unboxing a box and not really doing anything <laughs> than watching a knobs Nob, video or watching, I don't know, that goes for eight minutes. Half of the time I watch any of these other videos, after three minutes I, sh- I turn off. But with Thank your you. videos, that, that's that what it means. Mean- a lot.
0: Although knobs is brilliant. Oh, it's fantastic. I have to say this. It's The, 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 the visual composition of what this guy does mm. and then the editing with all the text, I oh, would never want to do that. It's it's freaking brilliant. It's It's uh, a piece of art in itself, yeah. And, and the sounds he gets himself, I could never approach a pedal that way. On the other hand, yeah. if you want to have a rocky rock and roll sound, then Knobs is not your channel. No. We all have our niches, which is why yeah. something at TGU or GitCon works getting all my colleagues together, because we're not in, in competition. Yeah. So we need to get you out there next year.
1: Well, problem we'd, love it's, it's,
0: we'd love to. Problem, it's, it's, it's two of you and you're in Australia, so... Uh, <laughs> Um, well, we're going to a- have to find some some way to justify that in the budget. There, oh. there is
2: a theory from um, from a Facebook page that Australia doesn't exist. Yeah, and it's yeah. Um, a uh, an Amer- American conspiracy. Just <laughs> it's made up by the government in America, and and yeah, it doesn't look. Like, doesn't exist it's just some videos made by
0: uh, the fbi to, to fool the full and the, the earth government. is flat yeah. too actually it's one of those of course it is if we can figure out maybe we can get you on an eight week banana boat or something all right we can get on the other side of the world because like- i think then maybe maybe we can make it work you work in the kitchen of the boat or something i think then then the budget might well, you can you, you
1: will i'll be up on on you know yeah. on the sun lounge you'll you'll do the kitchen stuff
0: i love bananas <laughs> <laughs>
1: <coughs> now we'd well, love to thanks, I mean,
0: uh, I... thanks for listening people that was, uh, was very nice and w- w- yeah. what we should do is uh, bug me about that please um, let's do a live stream on my channel with picture not a okay. podcast oh yeah uh, okay where we uh, do the same thing and we okay. talk about what you do um, and uh, we'll do that as a live stream so, okay
1: sure sounds good please would bug love me to. about
0: it because I'll, I'll forget but I'll, I think that'll be cool would love to thank you yeah thank you very much yeah, would thanks.
1: absolutely love to yeah Let's do it. Let's done deal. All right, well thank you so much Henning. Uh, thank
0: you Engel guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get these guys yeah. some coffee now. All right. So cool. thank you so much well I'll see you guys. Thank see you. you. Thanks for listening. thanks Bye. Henning. See ya. See ya.